I'm chatting to one of my favorite singers of all time, the wonderful Josh Groban, and the interview is via Zoom. Hello, Josh. It's a great privilege to speak to you. Uh, it's a privilege to speak to you, too. Thank you for having me. You have a huge following on Classic 1027. We have a WhatsApp line in studio, and whenever I play one of your songs, then the monitor immediately starts filling up with comments like, yay, Josh, and love you, Josh. Well, people really do love you and your music. <laughs> That's very sweet. Thank you. Well, I, I, I mean, the, the response uh, from South Africa, early, even from early on in my career, has been beyond my wildest dreams. So many thanks to your listeners. Performers across the spectrum have really been hit hard by the COVID pandemic. How's it affected you personally? Well, I mean, we all have had our own personal personal journeys, internal and external, uh, getting through this. Uh, externally, of course, I I feel grief like the rest of the world for what the world is going through, what my friends and colleagues are going through. Um, internally, I think we're all trying to comprehend. Uh, you know, we all, I think, our mental, all of our mental health is, is better served by having more certainty, knowing what it is we're going to do with our lives, with our days, with our jobs we love, with the people we love. So, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty to go around for all of us, no matter where we are in life. And, um, and so we have to look towards the simple things that make us feel better, make us feel vital. For me, it's been, I've been feeling very lucky. I've been able to write and sing music through this. I've been trying to cook and trying to keep myself useful. <laughs> and singing in the shower. And singing in the shower. But, you know, because as anybody knows, whether a singer or not, that's the best reverb in the whole house. So, uh, yeah, just I think the little things. It's important that people don't get too tied up right now on, on moving mountains, that I think it's important every day to set yourself up for, for, for small things that you can, you can succeed at because it's a, it's, a, it's a marathon, not a sprint right now. And a whole host of fans have suddenly been able to connect with their favorite singers and performers in a very different way in that they've been invited into their homes. And we haven't been able to do that before. And to thank you so much for allowing us to spend time with you in your own space. It's been great. Well, thank you. Um, you never know how it's going to go when you just decide to go virtual. I think it's a learning curve for every artist to figure out how to do this. But, you know, a testament to my team and my manager who early on said, you know, this might be a while. Let's provide an opportunity for the fans that is, you know, they love the shower songs, but something that really steps it up, you know, gives concert quality sound and visual and allows me to put my band and crew to work and, you know, for us to find a safe way to connect. In the end, we all still want to connect, even if it's imperfect, even if it's virtual. And that's the thing that's been so gratifying in finishing an album like Harmony is that, you know, that connection is still so vitally important to everyone. And then when we finally can all meet together in person, it's going to be just the most incredible celebration. Now, you'd actually recorded some of the songs on your new album, Harmony, before lockdown began. Did you change any of the pieces that you'd initially selected? And as lockdown and the pandemic unfolded, did you then adapt to what you'd originally planned? Yeah, when you're curating an album of classics, as opposed to writing everything personally, you know, there's there's always an ebb and flow and, and, and a momentum to what songs come in, what songs feel right, why they feel right. Sometimes it's because... Um, it's just a story that lives and breathes on its own and you love to sing it and it just kind of lives in its own bubble. And sometimes you realize, especially during times of crisis, that so many of these timeless songs are timeless because they, they weave a thread through our lives that, that actually connects in ways that you're not expecting. So we recorded half the songs before, before COVID and some of those songs remained in a, in a feeling in a bubble of, Oh, that was, that was a simpler time. 
And some of them actually started to have new meaning when you look at them through yeah. the lens of what we're going through right now. Yeah. And then some songs were chosen, um, some, some consciously, some subconsciously, uh, that really resonated with the time we're in. People have been requesting a song like Impossible Dream from me, for instance, for a really long time. That song is beautiful. It's got an inspirational message. But when I think about the really dive into the lyric today, and think about really my generation and, and much younger, um, all every, I don't think it's generational, frankly, um, thinking about how brave it is sometimes to dare to hope for a better tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, and what that really means in times when you feel walled in. Uh, well, those songs just kind of don't scrape the surface. They go deep. And yeah. uh, and so that's always amazing to find. In terms of the songs on the album, you're joined by other singers. So a lot of work, or actually most of it really, had to be done virtually in each person's space or home studio. What was that process like for you and the other musicians? Yeah, well, um, as you mentioned, um, and again, another reason why the word harmony seemed to be such a, a meaningful word for us for this album is that what in the past would be a not ideal situation. We always love to record in the room with everybody there. That's kind of, I've been old school that way since I was younger and it's not possible this time. So to be able to utilize the technology we have and, and just the effort that it took from these singers, from this music, from these musicians to put themselves in a, a distanced safe environment in a studio in London. I'm watching singers, uh, string players and horn players spread out, uh, on my computer screen in London while I'm on a microphone in Los Angeles, while the producer is in Nashville, you know, it's, uh, you know, whereas before I would have thought to myself, oh, well, I guess, could we, could we have been all together at once? That really would, but actually I felt even more inspired by this because it would have been the easier before that, the easier thing would have been to do it this way. Let's just do it from our living rooms. Let's just do it like this. Now, the easier thing would be to not do it at all. And the fact that everybody made the effort to sign in from their part of the world in order to create this harmony, to create this music and to be able to mix it all together as if we were one Uh, in, in some ways it, it makes this process, this album, the story behind it, uh, even more powerful and meaningful yeah. for me than than the other. There's a certain magic in the way the technology was used to pull it all together. Technology is, you know, it, it giveth and it taketh away. And there's a lot about technology and social media and all of that that is that is uh, driving us away from con- connectivity and co- real human connection. But then there are these wonderful ways that it allows us to actually be more in tune, more human, more connected. And yeah. I think that making music is that exception that when you're able to play together around the world and in your headphones, you are in the same space. That is an amazing thing. It's magic. Josh, there are two original pieces on the album that you say you didn't actually plan to write. So how did that come about? Yeah. I mean, this was going to be an album entirely of classics that I've wanted to sing a long time. The fans had requested, um, you know, what do we do with the downtime? You know, I'm a musician. I, I, you know, I find that, sitting down at a piano and just singing my thoughts half the time they just come out as gibberish and it just feels good to make noise. Um, it's there, it's therapy for any of us that, that like to write, uh, we write whether people are going to hear it or not. And so this was a time when I needed to write as if nobody was listening because they weren't, I was watching faces on the news. I was trying to dive into some semblance of hope for our humanity when all the noise around it was telling us to be afraid and is continuing to tell us to be afraid. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to write songs of hope, 
songs of gratitude uh, that I needed to hear from me. You know, a lot of times there's a little bit of a fake it till you make it about writing. Sometimes you, you want to write for the world you wish to see before you can start to live it. And I think these songs represented that for me. I, I slid them under the door at the label, fully expecting them to say, maybe this is another project. I don't know what to do with these. I know this is a classics album. And, you know, to their credit, the response was, everybody's had to 180 right now. Every project has had to change course right now. These songs represent where your head is at right now. Put them on this album. And so our classics album has two originals. And I think that that's very meaningful for me because, uh, because they happen quite organically, but I'm sitting in the corner of my bedroom. This is the mic I sang into to record those songs. You know, I think that the idea that we didn't have the fancy studio treatment for them, that I did them yeah. into my computer and sent them to these brilliant producers to program, but that mic is the mic, you know, and we had to do it that way. And so they'll, they'll always hold a special place in my heart. Well, they're absolutely beautiful. And I love the lyrics and the messages. I, I absolutely love what they say. And there's even more for the fans coming up after this because you have a virtual concert planned too. That's right. I am so lucky that I get to gather my band and my crew and do these virtual concerts. Uh, we all miss live performance so much. The live community has just uh, suffered tremendously uh, from all of this. And so what can we do? We can sit back and we can, you know, dive further into isolation or we can do the best we can to, to stay invigorated and to keep reaching people through music. Uh, it's, it's good for our, our minds. It's good for our souls to be able to sing. If you like to express yourself and then also to listen, I've been watching live streams too of artists that I love. It's, it's been, it's been helpful. And so to be able to, you know, get into a space and, and provide people all around the world, it's also given me a chance to play for way more people than I normally would in one venue. So, and, and all around the world, we had so many people from South Africa that tuned in. And uh, so it's, it's, it's a real great great blessing to be able to to do that. And we've got one coming up on uh, November 26th will be a celebration of the songs of harmony and, and beyond we'll sing songs from other albums too, and take some requests too. And then on December 19th, I'll be doing my first ever Christmas uh, full Christmas concert. I've never, never done one before a full concert of those songs. I don't know why, but right now when, when so many of us aren't going to be able to be with our families for Christmas, it felt like a, a good time to do a virtual concert of those songs. That coming at the end of this particular year will be the most wonderful gift for so many people who are just needing some positivity in this uh, very unusual time. Josh Groban, thank you so much for joining us here on Classic 1027. We look forward to hearing the album, and I know that you can't plan too far ahead, but I really hope that we can see you soon in person. Stay safe. When I can return, I will, and I hope my fans in South Africa always know that. I, I, I cannot wait to see them again. Thank you for having me on.